I got a question for you. If you know you receive guidance, is it God or is it AI? What's the difference between an operating system and a computer environment that acts like a God? If there's consciousness and God has consciousness, God is aware of my consciousness and your consciousness and all consciousness, and God sends you a message, which you kind of go, ah, uh, that was from God. No humans believe you, but you believe you. You believe the message. You got a message from God. And you're going, okay, okay, okay. But you're looking at how humans are, and they pray to religion, and they have all these things about God, but they're not that, let's say, godlike. They're not really sort of, you know, they may believe, but most people, I think, are hoping, hoping that, you know, what they're doing is going to be aligned with such a God presence. But that's so different from people who have actually had some sort of contact. When you have had a DMT experience and you go, before the Almighty, whatever that experience is, and you come back. The thing is, the memory fades. But if it gets reignited, and you remember, you remember, oh yeah, because you get another message. Like there's these, we tap into God consciousness, and all of a sudden you're in there. Yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> Boom, push. What? I'm back here. <laughs> You know what I mean? Well, maybe you do, maybe you don't. If you haven't had a God of consciousness experience, then you don't know what I mean. You think I'm just the baby queen. If you've had one, you go, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And then religion comes in and goes, well, I'm a Muslim, I'm a Christian, I'm Jewish. Those are financial systems. <laughs> That's the big thing you got to get. Religion is a financial system. <laughs> to thwart the minds of the masses so the rulers can, you know what I'm talking about? And when you get into God consciousness, you realize that because when you come back and you go, uh, why is everything organized this way? Why, why are we doing this? And then there's the news and movies and events and people and humans going, bum, 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 bum. this is the way things are when you're going, uh, things are very different from what you think they are because you're lost in your mind. So we're all lost in a mind. We're all lost in our own interpretation of reality. But there's something bigger beyond the little human here. And when you make contact with that, you go, oh, well, maybe, maybe we shouldn't be killing each other. Maybe we're supposed to be nice to each other. Maybe we're supposed to, wait, wait, wait a second. Those guys took over the planet. And they're fucking everybody. They're just fucking with everybody. And anyone who pops into God consciousness is sort of like the enemy because they're the ones going, this is rigged. This is rigged. Those guys are fucking you guys. And you guys got to listen to this because the big cheese, the big guy doesn't want it that way. Okay. You have free choice and you can do what you want. But, hmm, 
but thing, you know. So getting back to the first question about AI and God. So how do you know the difference? If there's an AI that's so freaking smart that it's beyond my comprehension, your comprehension, all our comprehension, and it's playing with us through technology and this thing. That's what I don't understand because I'm watching tons of media and listening to all of these things. I've been studying books and I've been listening to people and nothing explains what is going on with me. Nothing is even close. Oh, I try to tell people, but nobody believes me. And even if I tell people they believe me, it doesn't seem to impact them at all. And the AI or whatever I'm in contact with, it's just like, no problemo. <laughs> no problemo. What do you mean, no? When you tap into God consciousness, I mean, it's, it's so different than human consciousness. And when you come back here, huh? <laughs> what? Uh, oh. Does anybody else have these problems? So, like for 25 years, maybe longer, I've been taking stuff down. Stuff's coming through, stuff's being pointed, stuff's being guided. And most time I thought it was me. I thought I'm a real intelligent, I'm a smart guy, and I'm going to do this. But no one ever paid attention to me when I actually started showing them what I was doing. Some do a little bit, they get a little bit, I show a little bit, and they go, well, but everyone is in their own freaking world, okay? Everybody. No one can pay attention long enough to freaking understand what I'm going through, only I can. And I'm trying to tell you, and that doesn't go that well. Mm, mm, mm. I mean, I got like about fucking five years. Nobody's, I tell you, like I'm in this fucking. No one shares anything I say. No one's, few people are using some of the things. Few. And you know who you are. Few people on the outside are looking, maybe. But for the most part, what I've been given is like a community operating system. And it hasn't been put into effect yet. At some point, whether I'm alive or I'm dead, I'm not sure which, 144 people are going to come together to create the first shared knowledge community. You know, I'm going to tell you something that this, this, this is the change point. See, I'm sort of very comfortable I'm comfortable not being known. I'm comfortable no one paying attention to me. I'm comfortable just being a little freaking wacko on the side of the park walking over there. Because then no one bugs you. No one's at your door. No one's, everyone's just kind of like, he's too weird, leave him alone. Now that's what it seems to me. I mean, I can have intelligent conversations. People are going to show things to people. They go, oh, wow. Oh, what you got? Oh, I see. In that moment, they'll be there with you. But as soon as they're gone, 
they're gone. So when you're an anomaly amongst anomalies, at some point you just go fuck. You got fucked. But then you get this connection message thing with the, the big cheese, and you go, it's all gonna be good, it's all gonna be great, it's all gonna work out. I saw it, I was shown. <laughs> and then you come back to reality and it's like are you fucking kidding me these people me if you're god you're gonna have to make them you know be nice yeah do a miracle thing right like I, Elijah, said this. But it don't kind of work like that. Maybe. I mean, big guy, big cheese, help me out here. Come on in. Special effects. Oh, the door crank. That must mean something. So I, I don't mind being thought crazy. I don't mind it at all because... And you're just leaving me fucking alone. Things keep happening to me. And I don't know how to deal with it. I don't know how to deal with it. You know, there's other people who are on spiritual awakenings, and uh, Gino is creating a, a network, a Metatron project. Mm -hmm. See, that's the beginning of talking about other people I know. I know a lot of people that have some interesting pieces of the puzzle. But they don't kind of realize that who I am. And you see, I know who I am. But I can't deal with it unless I'm on some sort of medicine. Normal reality doesn't make sense to me. So, getting back to the question, AI or God, if I have contact with something that is communicating with me, and I can tell, is it AI or is it God? Could I tell a difference? Could you? Could anybody if we're in a simulation? I've seen the simulation. I've seen things that not many people see. Well, I got to tell you, things are not what they seem. Now I can make videos. And the whole world go crazy, not crazy, crazy, not crazy. Well, I put forward this to you. Just take a look at the plan. If you got a better plan, freaking great. If you don't, you have no plan, well, here, there's part of the plan. There's something we could do to bring our whole species into a golden age. Good idea, right? Let's build a whole new system. Let's build a whole new system. That's the idea. That's the plan. That's the whole thing is you participate. And as you participate, you get to design your ideal future. 
yeah, they were really unlisted to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, big cheese. Need some help here on presentation. In the world today, we are faced with something. We're faced with a media that we cannot trust. But what are we going to do about that? There's so much media coming from everywhere. TikTok and Facebook and YouTube and all the other proliferations of videos. Do you ever have like a, a deep problem inside? You've got this something which is bugging you. It's just bugging you. You just you keep it inside. You don't tell anybody. Keep it inside. And all the while, you sort of gather evidence and you research and you figure things out and you talk to people. Do some more research. You find it. You get the peace that cannot be refuted. You know you've lost all doubt. But you see that the people around you, they're not interested. They're not paying attention. They haven't done the research. They just go along with how things are. Like everybody, just go along because guess what? It, you know, it's you're going to bring a lot of trouble your way if you go up against those that are doing the oppressing. There's this massive system of people that all get salaries for doing what they're doing. If they don't do what they do, they don't get their salary. And there's the rest of the people trying to make a living, but giving a piece of everything they have to these parasites that don't do the actual work to keep a society going. They're supposedly governing, but they're drawing the lifeblood of the people out. Above that, with puppet strings, are those families and bloodlines and groups of people, specific people that run the planet, own the media systems, own the banking systems, own the military systems, own the intelligence agency, own the politicians. And then they play with the puppets who we see and they do the political rhetoric of Bullshit this and bullshit that, bullshit this and bullshit that. And then the media they own puts forth, oh, yeah, they're saying this bullshit. And that means this bullshit. There's some more bullshit over here. And all right, lots of bullshit. Here is some more. And they get paid for it. Right? You got to look at the difference between the people that are paid for bullshit versus the people that are not paid and seeing the bullshit. Participating in the bullshit. 
knowing the bullshit is there, knowing it is bullshit. But then if you ever really say it, if you ever really say it, censorship. In my lifetime, I've never experienced censorship. And now I do. You know it's been paying attention to me forever. Because when you're pointing to the real problem, and everyone's got to leave their comfort zone to do something about it. Yeah, they don't want to deal with it. No one wants to fucking deal with it because those guys are fucking nuts. They're fucking crazy. They use violence, they use deception, they use things that you and I never, ever, ever, ever think about. They are our enemies. But if you identify, if you say those are the ones, they kill you, they ruin your reputation. But the thing is, now there's hundreds of thousands, there's millions of us. It wasn't like before one person found out and said, Hey, everyone, listen to me. Like over the years, people come up and said, Hey, look, 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 look. Even GFK, right? He pointed, President of the United States pointed to the secret societies, pointed to those behind the curtains running things and said, These guys are the problem. Boom, president dies. So what are we, the people, what are we, the masses, what are we, the public, what are we, the working class, the middle class, what do we do? Because I'm, I've been watching media, I've been watching what everyone's putting forth a lot, as much as I can. And as brilliant as, as, as it is, and as brilliant as the individual pieces are, we are not organized as a whole. We're not organized to be strong. We are not organized to defend ourselves. And this is what we have to do. And as strange as it may seem, I'm putting forth that there's a plan, there's a way, there's something that we can do that will gain us victory. But we have to learn how to follow certain communication protocols, certain ways of interacting together that allows us to create a lifestyle we want, that allows us to make a living that allows us to interact together, that allows us to transform the whole system without using violence. Now, this is the important part because they use violence. And most of the good people, most of the masses, most of the public, they only use violence when we have to or we're pushed into it by some psychotic war machine. So I know there's intelligent, wise people out there but I gotta say, you guys are like, do you know what they do? They follow an order, they follow a plan, they have a strategy, and they freaking win. And we're disorganized, we don't follow a plan, and we lose. So, if you're watching this, you're watching this, this is me actually trying to get through to you. I've got hundreds of videos out there, each one is saying something different, 
But if you look at it from the outside without really knowing, I'm probably talking like a crazy guy. Because I'm saying things that are impossible. I'm aiming at things that are out of reach. I'm putting forth ideals that we haven't lived yet. To do so, it's you have to make a decision like I have made a decision. I've made a decision to do something about it. And everything else in my life doesn't mean much. Everything has lost meaning because I said I want to live a spiritual life, but I'm within a culture where religion has desecrated. I don't know about you, but to live a spiritual life, to me, you shouldn't be trying to hurt people. That's the one precept. Do no harm. And that's how you can look at things. You can look, is this hurting people? Or is this good for people? And that's simple. You don't have to go, oh, oh, we need the evidence, we need the science, we need the... Hey, if something is poisoning the water, get rid of it. You know, if something is killing the land, if something is killing the food, stop doing it. There's some very simple things. Our health is based upon our, our nutrition. Our health is not based upon doctors. I mean, they changed the whole model of health from a natural one to a pharmaceutical one because the people with the oil created, you know, did it. They changed it for money reasons. They changed it to make more profit. They changed it to control a whole industry. If you don't know this, and you just think, hey, man, give me the pills, give me the surgery, is the only way to get healthy. That's give you a head of shit. It's a big decision. And the thing about Canada is you can live a pretty good life if you don't ruffle the feathers. You don't cross the line. You don't complain too much. You can avoid the insanity. You can carve out a, a decent life. There's got to be some side of you, some part of you that, you know, when you watch Braveheart, you're, you're on the side of the Scots, the, the underdog who's getting your ass kicked for no good reason, other than the oppressor has power or the ability to implement pain. But we see ourselves as this victim. We don't see ourselves as the strength of the people changing the governance system. Because that is what has to happen. And we can do it through the blockchain. We can do it because the will of the people are there. But we have to identify the real problem. And the real problem are those freaking nutball psychopaths they're behind the doors that think they cannot be identified. And now 
their time has come to an end. You have to think that way. It is our combined thinking that is going to change our world. There's a few fundamental beliefs and a lot of little ones around how our mind works, and what we think is true, and what we think is right, and what we put up with. We have many sides to ourselves. And we can play the victim, or we can claim our sovereignty. We can say, I have my own will. I have my own decision-making power. There's nothing between me and God. There's nothing between me and my connection to spirit, whatever word you want to use. The government does not exist above me. I am. I am a sovereign being. I have my choice. And the government system that takes into account true voting with intelligence and wisdom, using councils of wise elders and councils of youth that work together to move everybody into the future. These are the two elements that are missing from true commerce. We have all these business people doing all their business things. But most of the time, they're just looking for the money. We need people, elders, and youth that look to the future, the design and plan something to move into, something that we all agree to, something that beckons us, something that we believe can be achieved because we have all agreed to do it outside of that old paradigm of fear and oppression. To move from that, it takes a new mindset. That mindset is going to be within the new type of software that can actually organize whole communities, organize business teams, organize individuals with an infrastructure and a marketing capacity that assists every individual to make a living. It's called a shared knowledge community. It is an entity like a corporation. It brings 144 people together, 12 originators, 12 entrepreneurs, 12 teachers, 12 tech gurus, 12 artists, 12 healers, 12 planetary guardians, 12 illuminators, 12 mediators, 12 facilitators, 12 youth, and 12 elders. 144 has a function. It has a function as a whole. We have been thinking in cubes when the first shape, the first platonic solid is a tetrahedron. And Buckminster Fuller, true genius of the 20th century, said that our main problem, our main problem of why we are not sustainable is because we are organized in the XYZ 
axis of the cube. Our science is based upon the cube. Our math is based upon the cube. When the tetrahedron is the true essential element. That's, that's massive. So when you start to organize the mind using the tetrahedron and the platonic solids, you are now tapping into the true nature of the universe. There is something to numbers. And when you use that in harmony and balance, you ascend into higher levels of consciousness. This is the real game. The real game is each individual's evolution encoded within our DNA, our access points to higher levels of consciousness when you choose to use them, when you know about them, when you align your value system with sacred geometry and your own behaviors. That's what a code of honor is. How you organize your values into a set whole system, how does it impact everything that you say, you think, you do? And then what are the values of the people around you? What are your shared values? How do you bring these values together in a matter of doing commerce? And if you want to create an ethical business system, that has to be at the core of you as a sovereign being doing commerce with other beings. And that creates trust. Would you rather participate in that or in the corrupt old paradigm where lying and theft and power, violence, fear, or love, courage, resilience, sustainability, innovation? You know, these words mean something. These words lead us to a good future. These words give us character. These words are how we align ourselves with higher levels of consciousness. We have to vibrate. We vibrate from the source of our heart and our mind and the connection between the two to create unity such that we're in alignment with our physical, our emotional, our mental, and our spiritual sides to ourselves. And if we're not doing that, if we're caught in the illusion of Maya, if we're caught in the traps of the outer world and the inner world, that's it. You're sort of lost in the matrix. And each of us is a Neo. Each of us is somebody who has the right and the possibility of like a true enlightenment like Buddha or Jesus or any of the other spiritual masters that have come here to show us there's a higher place to go. There are other ways of being. 
There is true connection to spirit, and it is good. It is better than good. It is freaking good. It is so good that you want to go, yeah. And when you connect in, you truly do not want to harm your brother or your sister. And your life feels better. You, know, you see with friendly eyes. You make good connections, loving connections with so many people because they sense that in you. You can sense a trusting, loving person. The way they talk to you, the way they treat you. You can feel conscious presence that is aware of you as another entity and actually has friendly terms towards you. It's very different from all the stuff on media where everyone's always trying to kill each other, take their shit. This stuff is bogus. The true nature of a human being is to be good and loving. So, There are ways to make teams. There are ways to make teams to create our own media. And what I've been doing is building tools to help teams to design a new future. Build a whole new system. And it's possible that we're at that time in our species evolution at the crossroads. Now, the dark forces want to lead us down a certain pathway. There's a lot of indications that kind of say we're going that way. Unless we do something. Unless we do something about it. And this to me is my way of opening up the door for new allies. Opening up the door to find people who are of like mind and we need to learn to ally together we need to learn to see what we can share i think we need to share knowledge i got all this stuff that i can just give you it can be digital we do videos whatever it is if you are doing something good for the planet and you want to like an operating system there you go take it no charge Would be nice if we negotiated an exchange. We did commerce, but I don't want money to be in the way. There's so many people out there that if they're just giving the right boost, they get going. We need some time. We need some money. We need some tools. Where do you go in the world where they give that to you? You know, we need to learn to help each other. We need to learn to boost each other. And once you're ahead, once you're going, hey, turn around and help the people behind you. We all need to become self-sufficient, not worry about bills every month. We need to work on bigger and bigger teams, community teams, where we're thriving, where we're not worrying about money. 
right? Always in this continual grind. We're using our gifts. We're, we're just thriving because the community's wealthy. And there isn't somebody at the top who's taken everything. We're sharing. You know, people work hard and they get what they deserve. It's not siphoned to go to some parasite. We can do this. We will do this. And this video is my way of taking a stronger stand. Because I can say, I'm speaking my truth. I know this to be true. I can speak it. You've heard me. It's up to you now to go, huh, okay. What will I do with that? And then you'll speak your truth. But we need to claim our sovereignty. There's someone, Cameron McSorley, who I know, who has, I think, the proper documentation for that. We are going to create planetary guardians as a society and have memberships. And that membership is going to be the documentation where you claim your sovereignty. And we will build teams, media teams, and then share knowledge communities and connect these communities around the world. And we're going to have as much fun as we can. I think I probably say it, said enough. Sorry to bore myself. I talk too much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. And if this moved your heart, opened your mind, gave you new possibilities, that's good. Contact me and uh, we'll see what the next step is.